Jarvis, Jarvis, you're yeah, Jarvis, right? That's me. What the fuck are you doing in my house? <laughs> my name is Javaris Johansson. I'm that's your great, ju- gotta great, be a bit, great, right? great grandson. What? I'm here to tell you. Oh my god. I'm here from the future to tell you that you need to open Twitter DMs so that listeners of the Sad Boys podcast can contact the show to talk about whatever they want, whether it's a topic of interest to them, something they want us to talk about, or maybe even just like the homework that we set for that week. Yeah, uh, I turned on Twitter DMs last week, man. Huh? They've been on since last week. So so if, if, say, like a fan wanted to write in with a question or, or a topic they want to talk about. They could just do that right now. Yeah, we've already had a few people write in. I, oh, um, so the... Wait, you're from the future? Yeah, it cost a, <laughs> cost a lot of money and lives to get me here. I have so many questions. Yeah, uh, it's, I, I don't want to get into it right now. I'm kind of in the dumps, actually. Um, so one of the trade-offs was that I would dissolve after about 45 seconds. <laughs> Wait, no, please. Am I going to be alone forever? Welcome to the Sad Boys, a podcast about feelings and other things also. I'm Jarvis. And I'm Jordan. Is that gravy gluten-free cope? Um, it's not. It's very gluten-y. Ugh. Uh, so today, it's just the boys. It's just us. It's those it's, sweet little boys. We've been spoiling you all with uh, our very guest-filled episodes, but guests aren't all this podcast about. Isn't that right, Jordan? We've been spoiling you with interesting episodes. <laughs> it's time to have just the boys. Now it's time for the vegetables. <laughs> yeah, you've eaten your And I'm Jarvis. Meat. Vegetables are gluten-free, Johnson. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've been doing a ton of guest episodes for the last few weeks, and we love doing them. They're a blast, but we'd also like to have a bit more of a cadence around just us chatting, because we've got some stuff that aren't necessarily always appropriate for guests, but maybe we want to chew on a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do know what you're saying. Who's this character? This is me, I'm the dude. (laughs) So what's our topic today, young Jarvis? So we both just returned from our Thanksgiving holiday. We sure did. And both of us went home. I went home to Gainesville, Florida. I went home to Old Blighty. Is that? That's a a thing. I have no idea what the origin of that is, but it is Old Blighty. B-L-I-G-H-T-Y. Like, Old Blighty. Is that a euphemism for like the UK or you're in France? It's, it's, it's England, yeah. Oh, it's it's the UK. I assume because the UK has historically kind of been a blight on uh, Earth. Wow. So so, <laughs> uh, so that good old self-deprecating uh, English. Uh, yeah. With just a, a tint of fun and whimsy. Yeah. Old Blighty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plaguey. I, I, I sure am a blight. <laughs> I'm a blighty bloke. Yeah. But, but yeah. I'm out of blighty blokes, uh, which actually leads us pretty neatly into our topic for the day. Yes. Some blighty blokes that we each spoke to. Yeah. So, I mean, Thanksgiving is a time when you're you're connected with not only the family you love, but also the family you're related to. (laughs) Yeah. You know, the family you're related to. The only one. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like blood relatives. (laughs) You know, the kind. Or or, or close friends and family. But I think there's this this, uh, existing stigma around the idea of going back for, I mean, I should say, this is like my third Thanksgiving ever. And two oh, right, of them yeah. have been out of the country. So I don't have a lot of Thanksgiving experience. We did like kind of a fun celebratory meal in the UK while I was visiting my family. I was surprised. Yeah, because yeah, I guess Thanksgiving is a distinctly American holiday. And it's a weird one at that. Yeah, it's a strange one. It's one of those ones that you try not to dig too deep on, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it, with America, you can't dig too deep or else it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, That's a good slogan for all of English history, actually. Yeah, don't dig, don't too, dig deep. too deep. Whoa, it gets rough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my, we did what? Our, yeah, our ancestors did what now? God, we were a blighty. <laughs> we were a blighty, blo- a couple of we blighty blokes. We were such a bunch of blighty blokes. Uh, but anyway, like there's this uh, ongoing stigma around the Thanksgiving holiday because typically that's when you go back and you meet up with Uncle Steve and Uncle Steve drops a slightly racist line. And, and you're like, Steve. It's classic Steve. And this is the first time that you were an adult and aware of your surroundings in yeah. the world. And now you realize that the adults or the people that were previously infallible are just regular old humans. Just humans with flaws. You know, those things that we're full of and that it's completely reasonable to oh, assume <laughs> they would have. <laughs> with, with flaws. Uh, I heard floors. <laughs> <laughs> you know those things that you I know, have in my home? Just humans with floors. <laughs> filled, filled to the brim with flaws. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we want to talk today about some of the more awkward things that happen during our Thanksgiving break. Yeah, I mean, I was actually, I've been very fortunate in the past to not, at least none that I remember, have one of those classic go back to your home to I mean, you know i've been back to my hometown many times since, since right, college right and since leaving college but each time for whatever reason i've managed to avoid that encounter when you suddenly go hey jeff how's it going oh that's a that's a confederate flag jeff oh no you can't have that you jeff. you live in old blighty <laughs> what, is, I, what oh, does actually, that even represent here dude, okay total segue this, I, maybe somebody can provide some answers over the Twitter DMs at Sad Boys Pod or something like that. The Confederate flag is used all the time in the UK. What? It's really strange. I, it was used so frequently that until I found out what the Confederate flag actually represented at like eight, I don't know, 12 or whatever through yeah. American pop culture, I just thought it was just some symbol, some flag. People will have it up in their window in a small farming town, I assume because they like Dukes of Hazard. That's so, you know what that makes me think of? And uh, go with me on this one. Okay. Is sushi. So the, Okay, the, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> the the California roll is a thing that was invented in the United States. So basically, right. we took sushi, uh, for, like I think it was like a New York uh, sushi chef. Um, sushi was becoming big in New York. I think it was like around the 70s or something. And the, the California roll was invented in New York, I think, not even California. And now in Tokyo, you can get, it's been reverse imported. <laughs> right. uh, so not unlike the, like America, you know, we, 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 left, we left the queen came over to the States, did a thing, then we had our own civil war, and now we're reverse importing the Confederate Just flag? shooting it back. I don't understand. It is so bizarre. To this day, I have no idea what the actual implication in that context was, because I'm pretty sure it was not like states' rights. Oh, and by the way, my uh, uh, my point there is the California role is a symbol of the Confederacy. Sorry, yeah. If anybody didn't know, it's from specifically the East Coast Confederacy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the East Coast Confederate rolls. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> Could I get a confederate roll with extra soy sauce? It's no crab, it's just filled with hate. <laughs> it's red, white, and blue. <laughs> That's really old. It's cream cheese <laughs> with three different food colorings. Wait, shit, this sounds really good. Yeah. Oh my god, am I a racist? <laughs> no. I just love confederate rolls. I just love the food. That, that I mean, that's kind of funny. That's how people think talk about the flag around here. Uh, like, on, like if you go to the south, it's like people they're like no but my ancestors they like fought for this right it's just a historical (laughs) image that's nuts it's like but mm, there are a lot of those and we don't mm, like (laughs) mm, okay uh mm. historical images are everything in the world yeah yeah, yeah. everything (laughs) all books in fact uh most images are uh Historical images as they're happened in the past by definition. <laughs> no, you see, Mein Kampf was written 
in the past. <laughs> so it's actually good. It's actually a historical image. <laughs> uh, and I would like it on my sushi roll. But yeah, absolutely no idea why that has any prevalence in the UK. But fortunately, as I said, never have encountered anything like that before. Never bumped into a friend or uh, uh colleague or like previous uh, girlfriend or whatever that suddenly had this wild shift in political alignment or revealed something weird about themselves. And this trip I did. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. But first... Jordan, I want to talk to you about your week. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. We've been stealthy. We've been been stealthy, sad boys. We've been some some hermit boys. Yeah, we've been kind of all over the place. Um, As soon as I got back from the UK, I just kind of crashed from jet lag for a while. Oh, same. You were deep in video land, I believe. I was deep in all the lands. Uh, (laughs) I was just deep in the land. I was deep in borderlands. I was deep in outside lands. (laughs) You dug underground. (laughs) I was deep in my own land. I dug a tunnel under my apartment and <laughs> turns out I live on the second floor. So I really just dug a hole. <laughs> took, sorry, Mrs. Peterson. That was yeah. really messed up. Sorry, the Napper Tandy, uh, the Irish pub that I live on top of. I now have a hole <laughs> in your ceiling. But I do have access to your fries. <laughs> Which is, let's be honest, a cost I'm willing to pay. This episode is sponsored by the Napper Tandy. This episode is sponsored by shovels. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually, uh, I, I wrote a video, but I haven't even been able to shoot it because I've just been so busy with a lot of things. We're gearing up to go to PodCon in Seattle. Podcast Conventional, I believe it stands for. Yeah, uh, you know, founded by Hank Green and friends. And, uh, you know, work's been pretty pretty wild and crazy. I've seen uh, a few more movies uh, this year. I just saw The Disaster Artist. Yes, 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 yes. And I saw Lady Bird. Dude, it's such a good season. It's a really I've good I've got to get back movies. in there. And Star Wars is about to come out. Um, yeah, that's like an indie movie or some shit. I don't really watch that weird, obscure indie shit. But. Yeah, no, it's like some student film. Yeah, I'll stick with the disaster artist and Lady Bird, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll stick with the uh, $200 million budget uh, <laughs> blockbusters. So that was your week, mostly absorbed in movies and the like? Yeah, I think it's just been, uh, I would say at work was a pretty big piece. Uh, and well, You work for Star Wars. <laughs> I, I, I'm George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm Jar Jar Vispinks. Ooh, rough. Sorry. You know, I actually was called that a lot when I was a kid. Wait, really? Yeah, because the movie oh, just came be, out. Yeah, that was the, yeah, oh yeah. no, peak period. Yeah, yeah. It was not a good time to have Jar in your name. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's pretty much just the one name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think, uh, I don't know where the time has gone. I've just like had a lot to do, you know? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, I, uh, you know what? <gasps> I, uh, Cyber Monday happened. After Thanksgiving. Uh Uh-huh. And so a couple of things. I, for Cyber Monday, bought a television. So I finally have a TV in my living room again after all my roommates moved out and one of them uh, took the TV. Oh, took it? (laughs) Sorry, I misread that. (laughs) Swallowed the full TV. He he walked out and he was like, I'll see you see around and he was like shaped weirdly like a television (laughs) but i didn't think anything of it i could hear the news coming out of him (laughs) yeah yeah it was super strange but i thought i was just hallucinating um the second thing i bought was a um like a like a hard drive just to do some backups on my on my media the third stupid adult purchase i know i know (laughs) that's why i wanted to brush that one under the rug the uh (laughs) the second was a a bulk toothpaste Um, no. Gotta have my Colgate. <laughs> Gotta can't ever run out. Um, but I also bought, and this is a life changing purchase for me, a Bluetooth speaker that's waterproof. Oh, game over! 
I guess what? Now I live in the shower. I, yeah, I it changed. It's already changed my life um, because I'm in the shower and I'm just like, I never have to leave. Like, yeah. why would I go? Because normally I was I realized I was in the shower until I got bored. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I could listen to a podcast outside of this thing. I can like go watch a TV show. Now I can just listen to everything. Yeah, I've been. You look really dehydrated. I've, <laughs> you okay? You've yeah, been spending a lot I've of time been trying to drink the hot water. <laughs> it you, turns out. That that's not really hydrating me at all. You are a full prune. Yeah. I, uh, I've been bumping the InSync holiday album oh. because it is that time of year, Jordan. We're, we're, we're in the holiday season. Yeah, you don't need an excuse for the InSync holiday album. I know you do it all year round. Oh, yeah. I, well, I, do, I do only seasonally listen to the holiday album, but year round I'm listening to every other InSync album. What? Now, how do we feel about like maybe private content, jump into a free open live stream, people pay 50 bucks and they can just watch you dance in the shower to NSYNC? Um, you'd be surprised at how often that is actually happening. Um, and $50 a month sounds like the right price point. So if you head over to patreon.com slash sad shower slash shower boys. You can find our exclusive pod um, that's just Jarvis dancing and listening to we'll be immediately new taken Bluetooth, <laughs> Bluetooth speaker. Well, my week, Jarvis. Yes. Unfortunately, I haven't really been able to do anything because of the news. No. Did you hear the news? Oh, oh God! Scoop the news. troop. That Get out your the pens. Th the thing happened. The oh, main wait. thing happened. No, wait. I know what you're actually talking about. <laughs> Sorry. For a second, I, I think, was really. I thought you were just vaguely talking about something. No, 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 no. I think everybody listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. There have been no other major news events over the last few weeks. Nothing. We've heard nothing out of the White House. The number one most important thing that's happening is Vine's coming back. Vine is coming back, and you bought us a trumpeter. <laughs> you can only play for six seconds. You, you all can't see this, but there's just a boy <laughs> playing a trumpet. On Jordan's roof, <laughs> he's on Vine brand. He can play for six seconds. He's wearing a Vine T-shirt. He plays a six-second tune. <laughs> his, his trumpet is a brass cone shaped like a V. <laughs> I am completely one hundred percent unironically excited about Vine oh, coming back. I am also super excited about Vine coming back. So uh, this is relatively recent news. Like we're not breaking this news, but there is going to be another Vine, and it's going to come out in early twenty eighteen. And I am definitely going to be using that as like some some creative output, dude. I feel like <laughs> I feel like there was a narrative cycle around Vine when it was very exciting and interesting, and then a certain demographic picked it up, like kind of young teen boys, and then all of a sudden for us it became very uncool to like Vine. Right, right, right. Baby, I've gone full circle. Oh, I cannot be more excited to get Vine back. Did you ever Vine back in the heyday? I didn't. I missed out. Oh my god! I was exclusively a lurker. I have like three vines accounts. Uh, I, have three, I have three vine accounts because I ran out of space. <laughs> I didn't even think that was the thing that could happen. <laughs> they allow you to make a seven second video if you have three accounts. Yeah. Um, it was at a time. It was when, at a vine. It was at a vine time. <laughs> it was at a time when I wasn't creating things as seriously it was like oh if i have an idea that happens upon my brain fully sure. formed i'll put it out and 
I had some like minor vine, like I had some loops. I had a couple thousand loops in there, you know. But this is the new me is ready to vine. The new me is about to dive in. I'm yeah, I'm gonna stop doing this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, if you take anything away from this podcast, don't let it be any of the emotionally resonant content that we talk about. Please focus primarily on the fact that Vine is back. Please follow me at jordandoesagoodvine.com forward slash vine. Why like why would you listen to this podcast? That's two hundred vines you could be listening to. Look at all the content you're missing out on. Um we're gonna make feature length vines (laughs) back to back. We're gonna make a vine augmented reality game, (laughs) ARG, uh told between our two vine accounts accounts where you have to follow the clues we will well we say that we'll just be vining each one half of star wars eight (laughs) so we actually did earlier this evening record something of a vine because the dating app coffee meets bagel has a feature where you can upload a video and to answer a question a feature that's maybe more valuable than the dating aspect of the app 100 percent. essentially every day at like 6 p.m it asks you a question like what trait do you most look for in a partner? And you're everyone is like earnestly answering these questions. What a bunch of fools. Yeah, no. So I've just been using that as my opportunity to vine. Uh, so every <laughs> single time I answer one of those questions, it's a joke. And tonight, uh, Jordan and I pretended that he was a serial killer in a suit stalking me. Yeah, we've really been upping the production value for your dating life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. But you know what's funny? The is sweat that- equity on my end is <laughs> yeah. significant. Yeah, yeah it's kind of true. <laughs> you better you, name the kid after me. You know that um, every day, uh, it, it, like after those vines, all, it'll be like, oh, you got some like matches from your video. And it's all like people in Wisconsin and like Virginia and stuff that are like, I can't wait for Vaughn to come back. <laughs> <laughs> you lack Vaughn. T- Why are we making him sound like that's this? Not, that's not what you sound like. <laughs> I study in Wisconsin. I'm not from hey, here. Stop that. <laughs> I, uh, and yeah, it's like, I don't even understand why everyone in any area can see those videos. Cause it's like, what are the odds that me and like Jerrica who lives 500 miles away, have an unlikely bond. I mean, I will say six second video. I imagine it's probably usually region locked, but after the overlords, the overlords of coffee meets bagel, Mr. Bagel, uh, sees that video that we put together. He was probably just like, shit, the world needs to see this. This is the last true movie. They actually are going to start Vine 2 seeding it with my Coffee Meets Bagel videos. <laughs> For every account, like how Tom's your friend on MySpace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just Jarvis's, Jarvis's dating app videos. Uh, but enough about our week. We're going to talk about our most awkward Thanksgiving conversations yes. after the break. <gasps> hey, um... It's Jarvis from the Sad Boys. I'm in a bit of a pinch, so I'm... Don't gonna... move. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm really sorry, mister. Um, I'm being held at gunpoint, and I just need you to do one thing. I-, I need you to go over to iTunes and type in Sad Boys with a Z and rate and review us. Um, they, they won't, do they know the URL? Tell them the URL. Uh, the URL is really not human readable, so yeah. I suggest using a search engine like that in iTunes or maybe... You want to see the barrel of this gun? Okay, well, it's iTunes.com slash podcast slash sad boys with a Z dash four X Z nine. And include the, the thing about Jordan being the, the better host. Uh, Who isn't me? I'm not him. You're not Jordan. No. But Jordan is the best host. Yeah, don't look at me. Don't. Uh, Sorry. Jordan is the best host. And he's a cool, and say he's a cool guy too. He's a cool Do I have to? Yeah, no. And when he tripped the other day, that wasn't embarrassing. It was actually like a cool prank that he was doing. I just shoot me. 
and I'm alive, and we're back. Fool you. Jordan. The magic of theater. The magic of podcasting. Jarvis, I say we dive headfirst into a fat, nasty topic of the day. Ow. Well, can, I, can we do it a little slower? I hurt myself. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, we can. Let's crawl gingerly down into the topic of the oh, day. Okay, perfect. So our topic today is those awkward Thanksgiving conversations. Specifically, I want to talk about this year's conversations, but um, I'm sure there's something that happened in the past that's going to come up as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you, who would like to start? Because we both have not dissimilar stories, um, but I don't know. I don't think either of us knows the details. We yes. just know like we had, we had similar culprits, I think. Yes, yes. So, so Jordan, I want you to walk me through this entire arc. So you, mm, I yeah. saw you right before you left for the UK. You were on a 16-hour flight. Uh, yeah, fourteen hour flight, and then a few extra hours of train travel. Oh boy, that's a lot. Because you, you live in like a little remote village with some gnomes. Yeah, but but I will say it sounds like a long trip, but it does give you a lot of time to look at your phone that's run out of battery. So oh wow, that was pretty fun. Did you have like a physical book or anything to keep? You I, I had a physical book, but for the life of me, I didn't know how to open it. I've never used one before. Oh, that's so fine. It you probably even, didn't have the key. I didn't because they're supposed to have audio, right? Like you download them from Audible and I just didn't, I couldn't get it to play. No, I think you have to find someone on the street who knows how to read and then oh, have them read it to you. It's classic. like, it's kind of like one of those just add water things where you have to like just add. Another, just add knowledge. Just add <laughs> readability. What's, what's the word for knowing how to read? <laughs> Being literate. There we go. <laughs> what's the word for knowing words? <laughs> We're going to leave in the uh, into the podcast. Oh, I couldn't remember the word literacy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what goes through your mind when you are your phone's dead and you've got 15 plus hours of travel? Uh, well, I'll tell you what doesn't go through my mind <laughs> is <laughs> I am going to have an in-depth and lengthy political argument <laughs> in my hometown and yet, during this trip. And yet, old blighty surprises. So you, so you always giveth. You finish up your travel. You surprise Joy Cope. I do. I scare the shit out of my mother, Joy Cope. Well, can you walk me through that? Because I think the listeners, we we teased it. Yeah, that's true. We've got to resolve this tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we did a little bit it. of time travel last time. Uh, I believe in the Heather episode. Yes. I was uh, still in the US. Had not flown yet. Yeah, and I uh, lied, and you all believed me for a second. <laughs> fooled you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, I flew over and scared the shit out of my mum, which was a lot of fun. Uh, you like knocked on the door. So yeah, so I roll up, um, my aunt, who's been keeping the secret this entire time, okay. who I love to pieces, but for the life of her, uh, cannot keep, or, no, it's not so much that you can't keep a secret, but the pressure of keeping a secret is certainly <laughs> getting to her. She's been excellent at keeping the secret. She was a dynamic she's, double agent. She's been in a cold sweat for the for two weeks leading up yeah, to this, this, this She is a undercover New York police officer that's been in the mob a little bit too long at this point. Yeah. She's starting to like, like the thrill. Oh, <laughs> you no. It's getting a little too much. But, no, don't, don't come. <laughs> I, I want to hold on to the secret forever. <laughs> I like the power. But no, no. Uh, so I turn up. Um, and as I'm walking down the street, my aunt rushes out. Bear in mind, my phone doesn't work. She just knows I'm here. She senses me purely by the fact that she desperately needs me to be there so she can let go of the secret. Yeah, she, uh, she was looking out of her window every one minute. <laughs> sniper like rifle in her arms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she bolts out. Uh, we have a hug. And she's like, she's inside. And so I just go inside. My mom's upstairs. She's hanging out. She doesn't know that I'm there. I open the door. And... Oh my God. Hello. It's me. And I wish I could have been that enthused, but I'm Jordan Cope. And when right. I go in, in situations like that, I kind of just climb up. So I opened the door and I went, uh, 
hello, it's your son. <laughs> you know the one. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't like she was having a conversation on the phone. No. And, and she's like, uh, I need to know what flowers to get for Sandra. And then you walk up and you're like, I think she likes roses. And then she turns around and it's like, my son, you're supposed to be on the other side of the planet. I thought you were dead to me. They said you would be dead by 25. But no, I rolled up. It was very sweet. We That's sh- awesome. We shared a hug and we got to hang out a week, which was nice. But one thing took me by surprise, Travis, was this bizarre political conversation that I had. And the reason I keep dragging us back to that is because I'm actually pretty fucking anxious about it. Oh, okay. Like, I'm kind of anxious to talk about it because... Uh, yeah, because I was trying to paint the picture. I wanted to, to build like, a grand narrative. And I, I wanted to build a grand that. narrative, yeah. I just, I can't stop thinking about it. And um, I, I, I chatted to the to the person in question and, and they're fine with me talking about it and, and sharing the story without too much context. But this is a friend of mine that I had for, uh, I'd still have, still a friend of mine, of course, um, but had been a friend of mine for many years at this point. Had known them all the way through school. They went to one of my improv shows, so I've got to assume they have great taste. They went to one of your improv shows and they... Man, they hated it, <laughs> but we all did. <laughs> I mean, okay. I don't want to get into it right now, but... <laughs> well, but do. <laughs> Tell me point by point what you didn't like. <laughs> Sorry, let's put down the mics. <laughs> I have a presentation. <laughs> <laughs> You're crying. Oh, oh. Jesus. Well, you didn't have to tell it to me like that. <laughs> With that many visual aids. <laughs> <laughs> How did you even get those photographs? <laughs> so yeah, we've been friends for a long time. And uh, when I popped back, I went up to also surprise him. And we were hanging out and getting lunch and having just kind of a nice chat. And without getting into too much detail, because I don't really want this episode to be about our political alignments. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's like as important as the fact that there was a conflict, right? Like, I, I, yeah, totally. I, I don't want to expose him, his political alignments, nor in this episode do I need to talk about mine too much. But uh, suffice it to say that I'm pretty liberal and he espoused a few conservative values. And for the first time in my life, I had this. And these are like radical conservative. These aren't like. These aren't like uh, uh, laissez-faire, like free market, uh, trickle-down economics type type conservative beliefs. Sure, yeah. I, I think I, I'll abstain from saying the exact beliefs themselves, but I think that's the perfect terminology. Right. Fairly radical, fairly out there. Um, not a of a unanimous stance, like does not align with a few of the things that would be like complete game overs. Like I would never talk to that kind of person right, again. Right, right, just, right. just, just things that you associate with that side of the fence more than you'd associate it with ours. And as a result, like for the first time in my life, I ended up having this extended conversation with somebody that I adamantly disagreed with. Right. That was from my past. Yes. Which was the most bizarre experience because it wasn't only that we were having a conversation uh, with with perspectives that had shifted over time we never talked about politics it had just never come up right right you know we were fairly young when we got to know each other it wasn't a thing that was at front of mind we grew up in uh, the same town so i guess we just assumed our political alignment was the same and then as it developed all of a sudden we realized oh wow we have drifted apart in this way um I think it was very fortunate that we were able to maintain the friendship regardless because we sort of just acknowledged it and actively discussed it. And as right. a result, we're able to kind of put a pin in it instead of uh, allowing it to fester and become yeah, this yeah. gross miasma Which around the rest of the Which is very adult. Um, yeah, I was very surprised that I was able to do <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm a stinky baby. <laughs> but this, like, this feeling of, of finding out that someone who felt the same as you mm. like, like same background, grew up together, shared a lot of the same experiences. Yeah, I mean, a huge portion of our friendship was built on loving all of the same pop culture. Yeah, watching yeah, yeah. the same YouTube videos, same TV series, that kind of stuff. Having like a mirror image version of yourself. Yeah, 
and then one day finding out that you misalign in this fundamental way. And yeah, and, and not to even focus too much on the political stuff, I think the most jarring thing to me was how unaware I was. Right. Which, more than anything else, made me start questioning uh, my network here in San Francisco, and not such like a, a scrutinous way, but in a... Um, more skeptical way. Now, when I walked in, you did hold me at gunpoint and ask me a lot of political leadings. Yes. And fortunately, you're so dumb. You did not know anything. I, I'm i okay having a stupid friend. I voted for the president mint. <laughs> I voted for my favorite president. I, I, I voted for Comblis. Yeah, you, you voted uh, in the ballot. You ticked a box that you wrote in yourself with crayon that just read president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wrote, I've, yeah, I voted for president. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed and to vote for president. Ta-da. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Yet then again, happens. we have another president. I mean, yeah, who yeah, are we? It's like, I'm doing my civic duty. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I Jesus. mean, that's not wrong. Yeah. Because <laughs> you could vote for like monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As I do every year. Yeah, I mean. In America. I think I was very fortunate in the fact that this particular conversation was allowed to be a conversation. Right. Like when we typically talk about Thanksgiving dinner confrontations, the thing we're really talking about is like, oh shit, Uncle Steve just dropped like, he said colored and nobody's going to talk about it. Yeah. And now we have to move on. Yeah. And the other thing about that is that there is like a power dynamic where it almost feels like being a younger person or one of the newly minted adults, you don't have the platform to challenge. Yeah. Um, and, and, or, or like you're being ganged up on if you like voice a dissenting opinion. So, um, having the space to have a conversation is, is, is like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Especially if, as we said, this is effectively a childhood parallel. Like this is somebody who grew up in very similar spaces to me, liking the same things, doing the same things and getting to see that, uh, Getting to interact with kind of like the renegade path version of yourself. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's pretty it's surreal. Like, uh, it's like you, Jordan with a mustache, like bust <laughs> into the room and is like, surprise. <laughs> I Twizzling think, it with a yeah, top yeah, hat. Yeah. I think black people and white people are different. And it's like, but we're both both. Okay. And you're what? What's your point? Interesting point. Backs away slowly. Until next time good jordan <laughs> until next time woke jordan <laughs> yeah it's like uh it's like your evil twin except for uh by virtue of the f- your identity but he can't have a he can't not contradict himself <laughs> with his beliefs i think black people are dumb well uh, since you are black you are dumb which means holding that opinion might not have any uh gravitas well played brother (laughs) well well see you next time (laughs) he jumps through the window this is 18th 18th story (laughs) and it's your apartment (laughs) you invited me around for thanksgiving dinner you'll pay for this literally (laughs) (laughs) that can be your gift (laughs) so uh, when you interact next with this friend do you think there is going to be any friction? Is this going to be like an elephant in the room? Or do you think that the fact that you've put a pin in it is enough? You know, so, so I guess the, the prestige to this whole story, you know, the, the, the resolution is that he very kindly, and I should mention like the actual debate itself ended relatively amicably, but there was certainly a level of tension in the air because you can't have like a four hour discussion in a cafe and then just seamlessly exit, right? There's always going to be that left. Fortunately, and very bravely on his part, shout out to the man himself. 
he invited me around uh, a few mornings later, the, the morning that I was actually leaving for the airport. And uh, he invited me around and we just hung out for like an hour, played some video games, okay. had a hug uh, and like apologized to each other for like some of the, uh, not necessarily the beliefs or the perspectives, but rather the discourse and ways that we screwed up there. Maybe things that we said or ways we, that we phrased it. This turned into a Disney Channel movie. Yeah, it was it was very wholesome. And then my evil twin brother came back <laughs> and he also learned a lesson. Still racist, but uh, he's nice now. Next time I'll vote for a different present mint. <laughs> uh, but yeah, overall it resolved cleanly, which I think sets me up for, you know, continued friendship. Feels right. very comfortable. But um, the thing that didn't resolve in my mind and which I'm glad didn't resolve because it feels like a growing experience is feeling like I need to interrogate my friendships more. Right. Both friendships uh, established here and friendships in the past, because I'm sure, I don't think we found it, but I'm sure that there's like a pretty significant political difference between the two of us. Right, right, Maybe in like our beliefs around parenting or our beliefs around who we would vote for in different situations. Totally, totally. How do we, how do you suss that out if you like want to try that interrogation or try interrogating that a little more? Or at least being aware of it, right? Yeah. I I mean, I would say the the hard part is figuring out what area it is. Mm -hmm. After that, with enough interrogation and enough of a discourse, you can eventually stumble across it. But I don't know. I think it's safe to say that we don't have any hard conflicting opinions on like racial bias for example like that's a pretty easy place to settle down uh, we both yourself. believe that black people are inherently better yeah right? yeah, yeah it's yeah. true okay. it's true we're black supremacists black. <laughs> <laughs> I, i've never heard that the, that phrase before. wow yeah that was bizarre yeah that's cool uh, but sorry that means that we're black people that shop at supreme well no no no. but here's the thing is uh we are both black and white supremacists <laughs> we're both both we think we honestly think they're both great yeah, yeah, we're mixed race supremacists. <laughs> yeah, is it racist if you love everything a lot? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So yeah, that was my experience with uh, my good buddy when I went back to the UK. Fortunately, my only experience like that today and my only experience in <laughs> Fortunately, the Fortunately, my only buddy. <laughs> <laughs> for now. Your only buddy for now. I hope one day to have more buddies. <laughs> but yeah, that was my, my conversation with my good buddy. And fortunately, I had no other conversations like that while I was there. Uh, while it was a growing experience, I think I'm good. I don't think I need any more of those. I think I've had like the growth to be more 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 cautious around my my developments and the way that I talk about political discourse with friends. Uh, young Jot. Yes. You, mon frere, had a similar experience. Yeah. And I, it came at like in the middle of a dinner conversation where. Oh, that's classic. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that is classic. It wasn't Thanksgiving, but it was just like regular old dinner. I was uh, <laughs> just giving. I was eating dinner with some friends. Uh, and this is somebody I've known since they were like a little kid. It was like a, a, a younger brother of one of my friends, right? Right. And how much younger, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, mm, like five years. And I'm just wondering, if, in this case, whether the age differential is a, a it's part of the pretty big. I think it's like four. So this person's a little bit younger than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 like um they were like a little kid when I was like an adolescent, you know? Right. Yeah. Like uh. Like when I was in middle school, they were like still in elementary school and stuff or like middle of 
middle of elementary school. I, I made this unnecessarily confusing. <laughs> they were like five years younger, which is a big difference to children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a couple of uh, generations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's the difference between a seven-year-old and a 13-year-old. That is, well, that's 12. The, the but, elite, the, I don't know math, okay? <laughs> I'm not literate and I can't do math. <laughs> I'm not literate and I can't do math. What's the word for not knowing math? <laughs> that, shit, literate? What, wait, shit, what is the word? <laughs> I don't know. Me? <laughs> Jarvis. Um, so... Uh, essentially like in the middle of dinner we hit upon this like huge ethics discussion of in the middle of dinner we hit on this like current hot button issue like between conservative and and liberal politics today hmm. except are there any of those <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah yeah except for the like the fundamental conceit is that a certain group of people have something wrong with them oh okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. uh uh and and it's like it's real i yeah i'm just like not comfortable talking about <laughs> the intricacies here because sure. i'm not trying to out anybody but it was a strange experience because you had like everybody at the table who was not ganging up on this person, but trying to help them see why their logic wasn't completely. And this is the rest of the family, presumably. Yeah, this is the rest of the the family. And they were, you know, it's like everyone like loves this person and wanted to give as much patience and time and like avoid the they were like oh no let's not bring up the subject because they get pretty right, heated yeah. about the subject uh and they're still like a kid kid they're like you know 20 i think um and so they have like these really deep-seated opinions and it's like where did you get these who who told you these things <laughs> um and it was super and it didn't really resolve um it was kind of just like well I, I mean, I got pretty heated and like, yeah, so I was just trying to like walk through history of America and of power structures and how underrepresented groups have been kind of persecuted by overrepresented groups, like historically. It's it's all up in the history books. Like this is not news, you know? Sure. And And how that type of systemic persecution can cause echoing effects throughout a generation and throughout uh, a culture. And the other person was kind of just like taking it as if everyone had an even start from the beginning. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, that this is sounding very familiar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and they seemed receptive. I think I'm someone who they respected, respect their opinion. So I felt like my words had some gravity and I felt like I was getting to them. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I we just kind of shoveled it under the uh, under the rug. Well, that, that's the tricky thing, right? It, it, did you feel like it, you could have done a better job? And I, obviously, I don't know this person. I don't know how adamant they were or how adamant you were or like the, even what the, the conversation was. But do you think that the forum hurt or helped the fact that you had the family around? Um, I think it's a comment. I think it averaged out. I think the uh, it's hard to take... I think it's hard to take your family's opinions at face value and not pepper them with, this is my family. So sure, like, they yeah. don't know anything, you know, like they never got me before. They don't get me now. It's a bunch of old timers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and so I think that that didn't help my argument a little bit. Um, who started it? I don't remember. I just remember that like a term got brought up and then like somebody reacted like, Oh, don't mention that because this person has a crazy opinion about it. And then, and then it was like, well, what's the, now I have to know. 
And then we got there and then we had the discussion and then it was fine. And we still had a good, we still hung out like the rest of the, the week. Cause it's like, that's the most uncomfortable thing about this is like, these people are like family and you can't just like let go because you have so much, you've already invested so much money like sure, yeah. in the company of your friendship. And then the CEO is going a little wacky and you like, you're like, I can't install a new CEO. I think I've got to just go. I'm a board member. I've got to go talk to them and like try and set them on the straight and narrow, but they're going to go do their wacky <laughs> thing. Um, and I just hope that they uh, uh, care enough about my opinion to take it uh, that like chips away a little bit at like how sure of themselves they were. Sure. Because you have basically no recourse, right? You can either never talk about it again or you can try and resolve it. And yeah. if you can't resolve it, then you can never talk about it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's tough. Like, um, I'm really curious to see if it'll ever come up again. I think it's something I will check up on when I like text friends back home and be like, hey, uh, this is still a thing. <laughs> uh, is this all going on? <laughs> was, was, he, was he right? He's Elvis. <laughs> um, but. Uh, speaking on like the specific experience or like yeah. I, I guess avoiding the specific experience instead of just talking about like the general thematic experience did you find that you yourself were decent in that conversation did you feel like your discourse your communication style was like effective or do you like me find that i just hit like a satiation point uh or like i i, I don't know i run out of steam almost and then my tact falls away but my passion stays yeah because yeah, at yeah. that point i would have said like of the four hour discussion that i had one and a half maybe was pretty impactful and then it was like two and a half hours of me just spinning my wheels of rage yeah i think what happened uh was every time there would be a point i would like try to walk back the point to like like where that viewpoint comes from and why that is the status quo uh, in the first place. Um, ultimately to say that, uh, to introduce a lot of these concepts, because you do have to like, if someone just assumes that everyone, if people just start off at the same place in life and go forth and it's a meritocracy through and through, um, you have to introduce some fundamental concepts like throughout your own dialogue and throughout your argument. So there was a bit of that. There was a certain point where they like contradicted themselves and like everyone at the table, like yelled, it is, or something like that. It was like, right. it's like, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> like you say, like, uh, it's like, what? So you're telling me like, not everybody like starts off with the same stuff. And it's like, yes, <laughs> that's what we're saying. Um, and so, there was like a little bit of that where we got passionate and a little bit of like whenever the person would like jump back to talking points, it would like be frustrating for everybody because it's like, how do you penetrate this? It just feels like you're talking to a wall because they're not listening to what you're saying. They're just responding back with like uh, a canned line. Yeah, a soundbite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absorb yeah, soundbite. Sound oh, dude, I, I'm having a bit of a conflict right now because I'm trying to decide whether I have the faculties to acknowledge this if it happened to me. Like if I was in a room with five other people and one of them just said, uh, actually, according to this series of extremely well-backed and cited studies, that Barack Obama was actually born in Kenya. Yeah. Would I, is there any world where I would, I mean, obviously I try and do the, it's right now I think that's an insane thought and it's definitely right. not the case. But if I was surrounded by five other people, but I believed as strongly in that thing as I do that Barack Obama was born in Hawaii. Yeah. It, what do I do? Like, or that the world is flat, right? Yeah, which like, it is. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I 
right? right. I mean, we're taking a stance here today, folks. <laughs> we stand uh, with B.O.B. <laughs> we stand with 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 Bobby Ray, B.O.B., the the famous rapper asterisk from 2010. <laughs> I would say uh, at this point, rapper part-time, full-time flat earther. Full-time flat earther, social media flat earther. Check out his Twitter. I think I have a lot of stories of very embarrassing oh, you didn't know this thing about pop culture or you screwed up like this reference to a thing. But the only example- Those I happen can, to me all the time. Just, just dozens. And to that be happened honest, to me today. I messed up Michelle Branch and Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> I'm very curious as to how those two people came up in the same conversation. Uh, because they have very similar pop songs from the early 2000s. One played piano, one played guitar, and oh. everyone mixes them up. And they have a internet rivalry because everyone continues <laughs> to mix them up to mix them up to this day. Because um, one of them sang A Thousand Miles and the other one sang, oh no, I don't know. I don't know who, who it is. Uh, Google, who is Michelle Branch? <laughs> Siri, activate answers. Everywhere. The song that was like, and that was Everywhere seamless. to me, when I close my eyes, it's you I see. I feel foreign. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know this Oh, yeah, song. this was from the early 2000s. Well, you so. could have fooled me either way. You could have said either name. The, I wouldn't, the, I wouldn't the, know. Yeah. The, trust me, people mix them up. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> uh, no, lyrics. Lyric, any songs, lyrics, and artists are the most embarrassing space. The only memory I really have of getting like actively challenged on something in recent memory uh, as an adult and something that was like, impactful was um oh i'm kind of ashamed of this because because it's i'm not ashamed that i believed it right because it was something that it was just a lack of education yeah i'm proud that once i was corrected i immediately changed the thing i was saying right 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 um but when i was uh in my in my second year of college, uh, I started doing a gender and representation course. It was like an, a module in my film course. Right. And during that course, I was basically introduced to the idea of uh, transgender and transsexual terminology. Right. It's, okay. I mean, you know, I had broad terms in my mind. Yeah. I wasn't yeah, sure yeah. if certain terms were still okay. It's just not something I've interacted with. Totally. And then all of a sudden, somebody actively calls me out for tranny. Oh, yeah, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. And in retrospect, of course, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so de- like uh, diminutive, like totally, the, it, totally. it, it, like blighty. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just it, it's clearly insultingly playful and has a lot of really negative connotations because people have yeah, used yeah, it yeah. Uh, in environments that are it's very all, offensive. It's all in the connotation. It's all like how it was. It's all the history of the words. But that's right? ex- exactly what I mean. And and unfortunately, because I was in college, I was skeptical when people corrected me. I was like, Oh yeah, come on. <laughs> Really, the the world isn't exactly what I think it is, and I'm wrong about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice try. I'm yeah. 19, and I figured it out. Yeah, you know. Um, and hopefully, I, I don't believe since then I've ever had that kind of interaction. And within like you know 20 minutes of talking about it, I was on base. Yeah. But if anybody else has experiences like that, hit us up at Sad Boys Pod, DM privately or message publicly. It's yeah, totally we've up got to you. DMs on. You can reach out to us privately fresh, if you don't want to do DMs. it publicly. Um, if you want to shout from the rooftops that sad boys is the best pod or even just one of the best pods. I'll take that. Just find find a roof. roof. And you know what they told me is kind of like a roof. Yeah. Uh, is iTunes podcast reviews. Who, who, um, who told you that? Um, his name rhymed with, uh, uh, leaves, bobs. (laughs) 
Oh, you met Creep Knobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Creep Creep Knobs. The roof salesman. The roof salesman Creep Knobs. Get your roofs. Get your roofs. I may be a knob. Creeps roofs. Get your roofs. What a slogan. What a slogan. <laughs> Get product. <laughs> Get your roofs. Hey, I'm product. Buy this. <laughs> I sell this thing. Get your service here. <laughs> but if you do want to give us an iTunes review, how do they do it, Jarvis? And which one they should they give us? They should give us a five-star review, and they can write any words that they want. Now, I can tell people are probably panicking. Unfortunately, five-star is the highest it goes, as far as we know. We've attempted to give it six. Uh, we've talked to Creed Bobs about it. He's unable to help. Creed, Creed Bobs. Get your roofs. Um, that's it. <laughs> we're contractually have to call him. That. Oh, sorry. It's yeah, in italics yeah. after his name. Um, no, but here's here's a fun thing. If you leave us a five star <gasps> iTunes review and talk about a feeling that you felt recently, that'll be our feeling of the week <gasps> on our next pod. Oh my god. And also, we will have to feel whatever that feeling is every day for the preceding week. Yeah, it's this weird deal with Creep Bobs that yeah. we had. Uh, Please don't screw us on this. Don't don't give, don't give us something dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't give us a dangerous feeling because uh, we're gonna have to live with that one. Somebody wrote wrathful. <laughs> oh all God. right, well, I have to kill all my rivals. Yeah, yeah. It's about time. Dang, <laughs> I'm back. Oh, no. <laughs> Ow. What? We're both dead. <laughs> Why did I kill myself? <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't achieve anything. <laughs> We do have fun. We do have fun. Young Jarvis, thanks for taking this little journey on with me. Um, <laughs> thanks for taking this little, little journey, journey on, on me. With me. <laughs> thanks for taking your journey on me. Uh, yeah, thanks for helping me address something that's that's been bothering me and actually still is kind of rubbing me a little bit. I'm going to have to chew on it a little bit more. No, that's me rubbing you. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Ow, Jesus. Sharp fingernails. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep chewing on it. Hopefully I can come back one day and say, hey, I... Don't, this doesn't concern me anymore. I feel like I can actively ask people about their political persuasions without getting a little weird and getting angry in a cafe. I mean, let me know if you figure out how to do that because I still have no idea. Yeah, shit, fucking life hack. If anybody's got the tips, feel free to tweet yeah, Hit us up at SadBoyPod. Just like find my apartment. <laughs> I need to see you in person. Please explain to me how you have a political conversation with somebody you don't align with politely. I would love to know. All right. And as is always custom on Sad Boys. As is custom in the land of old Blighty, a.k.a. Sad Boys. We love we, you. And we're really, really sorry for having that angry political conversation. Boom. <laughs>